This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. What's going on, Jason Glick? Hey, John. Well, tonight, it's like I'm talking about something that, you know, is arguably a podcast. It's like eight, almost eight years in the making, really. Yeah, and that would be, um, Shield by, um, Jonathan Hickman and Dustin Weaver. Now, it's like longtime readers of, of the blog will know that, like, I, I love, um, like Hickman stuff. He is a guy who, like, thrives on big ideas and big plans. Not just, like, like, shooting, like, shooting for the stars, but making sure all the plans that will take, take him and his, his cast of characters to the stars actually, um, pay off. Like, whether it's, like, from his image stuff to, um, his, to his Marvel work, like, on Fantastic Four and Avengers, this is a guy who realizes the value in, you know, making sure everything ties, like, ties together. Now, um, he, but the thing is, like, he's been, he's working for Marvel for a while, um, it's like, you know, like, starting with, uh, with, like, his first, first, like, extended work in, um, Secret, Secret Warriors, you know, then going on to Fantastic Four and then his uh, magnum opus with Avengers, which eventually saw him, you know, go, okay, you know, I've done all I can with, I've take, I've, you know, I've ended like the, uh, like one universe in like the Marvel, Marvel continuity. He's like, there's nothing I can do to top this. Okay. I'm out. I'm going to go and like, uh, you know, do stuff, do, um, focus on creative, creative owned stuff with image and all. It's so, again, he did that, you know, like focus, do, did, um, delivering us, you know, like, uh, what is, it? oh, um, like east, like works like east of west, um, more volumes of, um, it's like of, it's like of Manhattan projects and, um, other stuff like, uh, it's like the dead and the dying. And well, kind of really. Cause the thing is that while Hickman has been, um, that he's, that a lot of the stuff has also coincided with his Marvel stuff. And, um, he's, and he hasn't really been able to, um, like, to deliver on a lot of his creator, creator owned work in, like, in these years off. I mean, thankfully, he's been, he's, he's been working to see through, see through to the end of East, East of West. And also, um, it's like, while he, he was working with Brian Bodenheim to, um, finish off the dead and the dying, uh, that seems to have him gone on hiatus as well. And then there's, um, oh, what else? Oh, the, yeah, there was this, um, other, like, series, um, Frontier, which he was supposed to be writing and illustrating. And, um, that was supposed to have been launched a couple of years ago, but that seems to have fallen by the wayside as well. In fact, um, now it's like everyone is like, everyone's like getting on board the hype train for his, um, X-Men work for, um, both, um, House of X and Powers of X, which on one hand I had serious reservations about because, it sounded like Hickman was only, um, like signed on to do, um, like, you know, these two miniseries. Like, he was gonna, like, say, oh, I'm gonna, like, give you all these ideas to redefine the X-Men, and that was it. But it sounds like he's going to be on board for whatever, um, uncanny or, or, um, adjectiveless X-Men relaunch is gonna happen after these titles. Which, um, <clears throat> I feel a lot better about because the thing is, like, you know, it's like, if you're gonna like try and make these um like these kind of ideas work, then you've got to actually like you know put in like the ongoing work in order to work in an ongoing series to show them how they're going to work. Grant Morrison did this um in 
it's like in on it's like in his um, new X Men run. It's like and they've been and everyone's been um, drawing on his ideas ever since um, to um to draw on like a similar thing. It's like you know you you've got um Charles Soule's um X um it's like a Sergeant X Men run, which was you know supposed to be a kind of a big deal because like it basically um brought back um Charles Xavier to the fold. But it ended with him just basically showing, oh, well, yeah, here's here's Charles Xavier back in new form, and hey, you know, you're welcome to him. Go do whatever you want. And it's like, everyone's kind of like, well, okay. I mean, Matthew Rosenberg tried, tried to show you how, um, like this new version of Xavier could work in, uh, like in his Astonishing X-Men annu- annual. But, you know, it's like, since then, has there been any, like, you know, Thoughts about hide nor hair of, of Charles Xavier in the X-Men universe proper? Nope. I mean, maybe, uh, Hickman has got some plans for that, but, um, there you go. It's like, maybe he'll make them work in his, like in his new, um, in his late, in his new X-Men series, but I am diverging for the subject, which, which is, um, one of them Hickman's um, earlier works with Marvel, and that would be Shield, and it was also part of his longest gestating works, for lots of reasons, um, both because of his creator-owned commitments, and because of um, his commitments to my um, like, guiding the course of the Marvel universe. In um, it's like in the pages of Avengers and New Avengers as well, and that would be Shield. Now, while a lot of us um, know Shield in its modern formation as a supreme headquarters for for intelligence, espionage, logistics direct, directorate. Um, it's you know it's like it's just like that Marvel's big spy organization, usually run by Nick Fury, but not but not lately. And generally, it's like it's the, the organization that's been that kind of like um, acts as the um, it's like as the as the dupe um, whenever like you know some 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 big villain or like um wrong wrong side of the ideology pops up and they've got and they're the ones who are like you know like you know you know perpetrating perpetrating it or propagating it while the real heroes you know show them up as well show them, show them up in the end show that you know hey you know it's like it's real these real heroes superheroes know what they're doing not the uh <clears throat> This like you know quasi government run organization. Now, Hickman and Weaver's um, Shield um, purports to be a series that you know that that basically like, you know showcases the origins of this organization, and it gets around a lot of the like issues of the modern day Shield. Basically, the fact that they seem to be dumb as posts, insusceptible to be, to any outside interference from like you know super super villains or bad guys. But um this but this shield is basically like has something that's been around like for like for millennia, basically being the the forces like stood in the gap between, you know, what is and what will be. Basically like the forces that you know seek to annihilate mankind versus like, you know, the forces that don't you know, seek to seek to um bring mankind to its like to its true potential. Now this it started with um it's like with um Imho- with Imhotep back in the uh it's like back in twenty twenty six hundred BC and him fending off a uh a a brood invasion. It's like in that era and basically like um 
literally um like prop like establishing the name like the organization of it's like of the shield and then continuing on through like through the millennia encompassing um names like names like um Zhang Zhang Heng from China from China, Leonardo da Vinci, Isaac Newton, Galileo Galilei, and um it's like and Mike and Michelangelo. So the uh basically the core idea of Shield it's like before we get in before we get into like the big ideas that Tinkerman wants to propagate like in this series, it's like is the is the idea that you know like in a universe in the Marvel universe that what that is filled with superheroes, all these big um idea idea people, these like people who like who have I like, who establish their like like themselves as like as like, you know, legendary people throughout all time were kind of superheroes in like in of themselves. It's like they like they stood up when um it's like when humanity was threatened by by external threats like when like Hudip stood against the brood or we find out that um that Galileo like it's like it's a um big ass it's like a big ass laser like um big ass laser cannon to take on um the advent of Galactus it's like in the sixteen hundreds like they had like they were willing to step up against like these threats that 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 threatened hum- like humankind. And you know, it's like this is an idea that I can get behind. The idea that, you know that in a in the universe that is known for superheroes, it's like all these um like famous thinkers and idea people were it's like, you know, kinda of were superheroes before before their time. It's like and that it's like and that's some and if you can get behind that idea then um shield is going to going to work for you cuz but the thing is like with shield though it's like it's it's probably the closest that hickman has come to doing one of his big idea um mini series in it's like in the marvel universe cuz while um he's best known for um for stuff like for his for ongoing titles like east of west and um manhattan projects you know whenever he gets that going again but um other his other miniseries that that establishes a name like um the nightly news Pax Romana Red Master Mars those were all just you know hey we're he's throwing out just like big ideas in a in a small miniseries format Spencer to the idea to the extent that you know he didn't have to contend with the the long term implications of these these ideas he just had to like you know throw them out there and you know hey as long as the readership out there were cool you know it's like they could just like survive on like on that shield is a bit different in the sense that you know it's a 12 it's a 12 issue plus a a one shot of um extraneous um side stories and um it's but it does have like lots of big ideas such as idea like you know the person who stands in the gap between what is and what will be it's like what happens when you know one person that identifies with you know like how the world will end versus like, you know, what, what the, what infant possibilities will, it, it, it will represent, you know, that, that kind of thing. And the shield is basically a series of really big ideas and more than just being, um, you know, Hickman's like, you know, attempt to do like big, I really big idea stuff in the Marvel universe. It's also kind of feels like his attempt to do like a European style graphic novel in the, uh, context of the Marvel Universe because, you know, it's like, well, okay, I haven't had a whole lot of the extensive um, like, like time, like um, 
experience with like you know like with Europe style stuff. But um, stuff like that I've read from um, Yodorowsky and Chris, it's like Kristen, it's like, and these guys like they tend to value more like ideas and like phenomenal art over um like actual characterization and like and character arts. It's all about you know these ideas and how and how they can make them make them work in the context of these it's like of these stories. And Shield, well, Shield is very much like that because even though it starts off like introducing us to the story to this kid, Leonid, who is recruited into the organization of the Shield, like essentially forcibly by none other than like Nathaniel Richards and Howard Stark, and yes, those last names matter. Um, it's like he is, it's like he's uh, meant to be our point of view character, but he's also the source in this, it's like in this story, a character who's going to power the human machine that's going to, um, that's going to define um, human humanity's fate for like for the foreseeable future, and um, but by order to do this, he's going to have to, he'll have to have his ideology challenged by by the likes of Leonardo da Vinci, by um by Isaac Newton, by Nikola Tesla, and uh, Michelangelo himself. It's like this is it's like because because like the uh, because of the series basically guy like I said it, it all it's all about like introducing these characters at into like the uh, wider fabric of the Marvel Marvel universe. And I think that um, Hickman does, like you know, like I said if you if you can buy into that and the idea that you know Michelangelo, that Da Vinci as the uh, as like you know the person who's advocating free will, and um, Newton as the person who is who is like you know advocating like oh well I know how the world end the world is supposed to end so I'm going so this so like then there's no point in running from that it's like. There's, like I said, there, it's all about this conflict of like, like, of big ideas and also just, you know, how Leonid kind of like, you know, fits into this. Like this character, this character who's meant to be, meant, meant to be greater things, be for greater things and how he, you know, eventually like, you know, brings a, uh, like a, like a, some kind of closure to this schism. Now, but it's all, but the thing is like, it, this is all about ideas. It's all about what these characters represent. I mean, Da Vinci represents free will, free will, as does Michelangelo. Newton represents, you know, um, fatality and, you know, dest- like being destined to your, like to your fate and all. And then there's, um, it's like, uh, Tes, like Tesla, who just, you know, is kind of like acting as his own, own agent of chaos. And, um, like, like Richard, um, Nathaniel Richards and Howard Stark, who are just, Really, kind of there to let you know that yes, this still does take place within the context of the Marvel universe, and um, we're giving you some context context there. In fact, um, like Nathaniel Richards' like uh, arc does kind of sort of tie into what uh, Hickman does in it's like in Fantastic Four. Um, what he does with uh, Stark, however, is um, is arguing much more retcon. And um, honestly, kind of interesting because of how it plays because of how it plays out. And to be honest, I can honestly believe why um, the reason that he gives for why um, Howard Stark would fake his um, death in a uh, like in a car accident. So there you go. I mean, it doesn't actually change anything, but it does actually make a lot of, make a lot of sense. Like given the 
given the character's motivations. So, but, uh, but I mean, it's like the series is just like, like I said, it's all about big ideas, epic conflicts, um, like Newton going to the, uh, it's like going to the, uh, like, like city, like the deviant city of Ashoka to, um, find out about the, uh, it's like, find out some of the hidden knowledge they have and also, um, like, um, mating with one of their, um, when, like one of their females in order to, to prove his dedication to what, to the secrets they have to offer. It's like, and, it's like also, um, like guys like Nostradamus who, like, the crew to have to, um, like, you know, resign themselves, like, hundreds of years of, it's like, of, of imprisonment in order, in order to, like, serve, the, like, the greater, like, the greater good. Or, you know, that, um, there's this, uh, celestial, um, child that was, that is just sitting in the sun that, um, that, uh, Da Vinci pull, like, um, pull, pulls out, it's like in the, it's like in the fifties in order to, um, it's like in order to advance, it's in order to advance his agenda. It's like, I mean, there's just like all sorts of like, like big, it's like big crazy stuff going on in this series. And I, it's like, I can appreciate this, um, based, like, based on that alone, really. It's like, just the fact that there's like, you know, it's like, that, that Hickman is like trying for, trying for this. And even if he can't, you know, give us like, you know, solid character reasons for this, there are like, there's like a solid ideology, a plan, a plan behind it. This is more, um, this more feeds into his, uh, it's like his, it's like his, um, big plans, the big plan side of his brain that gives us, you know, the, uh, Epic arcs of that, that led into like Avengers and New Avengers that led to secret secret wars, rather than but it lacks the uh, the strong character um, personalities that um, drove those as well because you know it's like he's I mean these characters here are more mouthpieces for his ideologies with um, his New Avengers and Avengers runs Hickman at least still had the established personalities of these superheroes to um. Like, like to fill in the gaps, like you know, behind, like and provide motivations, like for his, like for these, like, like like for these big plans that he was, like that he was advancing. And it's also worth mentioning that, uh, you know, why was there a like a nine year gap between these two volumes? Because you know, it's like I, I mean, I I waited until you know the first one, first volume was in paperback, and that was in 2011. And the second volume didn't hit paperback until 2019. So what the hell happened? Well, depending on, well, apparently the sensible reason is the fact that, you know, Hickman's, uh, like commitments to the Marvel Universe, it's like, and his creator owned work, um, like drew, like took precedence over, it's like over that, as did, um, Dustin Weaver's, um, commitments as well. Because, well, it's like, you know, hey, you know, he had, he had to deliver Secret Wars, and then um, he wanted to do, try and focus to try and focus on his creator own stuff. And um, same for um, Hick, same for um, Weaver, who also um, like deliver, tried to deliver his um, creator own series on um, Packless, and um, well, that didn't quite work out. But in the end, both were able to finally finish the uh, like the final issue of the series because looking at um, Wikipedia's like description of the series, I was honestly surprised to learn that um, issue five of Shield Volume Two was 
done for years, but they didn't want to put it out until they could, they knew they could finish, finish the series off. Because the series, Shield Volume 2 stopped at issue 4 in 2014. And, um, and, um, looking at, and the thing is, like, looking at what, um, like, issue 5 was, <coughs> you know, I could have sworn that, you know, the idea that, oh, well, it's like, well, you mean the fact that, uh, you know, like, it would have taken, like, uh, Hickman, like, Hickman could have looked at, um, known what he wanted to do for issue five of Shield Line 2 and thought, oh, wow, I know exactly what I want to do, but this is so fucking tough and I've got, like, all this other stuff to take care of. I'm just going to let this sit for a while and don't have the time to to um deliver what it needs because shield volume volume two issue five is really kind of amazing in terms of a uh like formless execution perspective because it takes place on three different time levels basically all in the year 2060 but in terms of what what is what could have been and what will be. And they are, it's just like almost like three separate issues in one, like t- showing you the conflict against from the, uh, from the United and his allies in the shield against, um, um, Isaac Newton's agenda. And, um, it's really kind of amazing just to see not, I mean, not just how Hickman just, you know, balances Hickman and Weaver balance this, uh, like the storyline on three different time levels, but also how they have them interact at the same time as well. So, so the fact that, you know, like he got this done before like his Marvel commitments um, overtook him is honestly, is honestly kind of amazing. Cause I would have assumed that this would have, that like working this entire issue out would have taken the man like, like a good long while. Like it's this is the kind of thing that you that you do put off for like say um seven or eight years, um in order to in order to make sure you get right. But wow, just the fact that it it's like it's like that it works as well as it does. It's kind of amazing. And then you got the final issue, which um you know it's like well, I guess it it is the one that you know he. uh he did write, um, you know, after all this is done. Like, and, um, it's like, and I think it works, I think it works pretty well. It's like, it, I don't know, it's like, it's, listen, um, Shields, like, lacks kind of real emotional cohesion to make it work in terms of, like, you know, the characters and their motivations. But it brings, but it brings the ideas, um, like, to a solid, to a solid close. And I like, and I like that. So, I mean, it's like, so overall, I mean, I really do like the series. And I guess one thing I do want to mention that I haven't touched upon enough so far is that the art from Dustin Weaver is fucking amazing. Um, got, not only is this a guy who, um, is willing to draw whatever, like, you know, the situation demands, all like the crazy stuff that Hickman, like, throws at him, from, like, you know, Galactus attacking Renaissance, it's like Renaissance, Renaissance Italy to, um, take the, to uh like like what's in to to the uh underground city to, like to, to the underground forever city to um like st- 
like this issue where like you know you get three different timelines um going like occurring alongside each other. Um, he, um, Weaver delivers on every level, not just on a he makes us makes these things work, these concepts work on a visual level, but just the fact that he invests them with so much detail. It's just amazing to just like look to look at what he's done and just realize that how much time did it take him in order to um in order to pull all this stuff off. I mean, the original series like had a, a bi-monthly schedule to allow for like for the creation of each issue, and I can believe that this that it was that it was necessary in order for to allow Weaver like the time to to um, deliver on all this stuff so so yeah it's like from a from a purely artistic perspective um like shield is a um is like is an enormous delight from a writing perspective it's like i said if he it's something that's like appreciable if you can get behind like you know big ideas rather than you know memorable characters i mean i think that tickman's attempt to like you know you know, recon Marvel characters as a, uh, you know, re- re- sorry, recon, um, like some of the big, big thinkers, big idea characters of history as, um, like superheroes in their own right works. But, you know, it's like, I'm, but I kind of like appreciate his ambition and his audacity in that. Like his actual characterization in these, like in these stories does leave a bit to be desired. But, you know, it's like when it, when you consider the the ambition and the art on display here, it's like I also think it's worth it. So yeah, it's like both volumes of Shield are available in soft soft cover right now, and they are very much um, highly rec- highly highly recommended by by me. It's like, but then again, hey, you know, it's like I it's like I I've loved a lot of Hickman's work and um, Weaver's artistic talent like really um bowl, bowls me over here. So so. So yeah, there's, so I guess you get that to consider as well. So, um, John, it's like, uh, assuming I haven't put you to sleep by all this, um, like any, uh, thoughts on your end about all this? So, you never put me to sleep, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you did take your time responding to that though, so. Uh, that's because, uh, I was talking with my mute button on. Okay, you you weren't funding off the Chinese then. No, we love the Chinese. I'm sure many of them listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, no, I don't have anything. However, do you know what you're going to talk about next time? It is most likely going to be uh, like something else that has been another series that that's been even longer in the making than this one, and that would be um, Mage by Matt Wagner. All right, we'll so. catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, later. See ya.